Tristan Casas will have a big season in 2024. And I'm talking in the most positive way possible. Tune into today's episode of Locked On Red Sox, where I tell you why, after he made a splash as a rookie in 2023, he'll do even bigger things next year. You are Locked On Red Sox, your daily Boston Red Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Red Sox, your daily Boston Red Sox podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gabby Hurlbut, former ESPN social media associate and current host of the Boston Balling Podcast, here to bring you the latest in all things Boston Red Sox straight to your feed Monday through Friday for free. And who doesn't love free? Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Thank you for making the show your first listen of every day. You can also make SiriusXM a daily listen if you download the app and search Red Sox. Just go on to the app and you'll find it, and then it'll generate the home broadcast of every game for you right to your feed so that you don't have to miss a single pitch of Red Sox baseball. And let me tell you, you won't want to miss the performance of Tristan Casas in 2024. And even if you have to listen to it sometimes instead of see it, it's still well worth your time. So download that SiriusXM app today. Tristan Casas was called up in September of 2022 And he was a highly anticipated prospect, and I was super excited to see what he would bring to the table. Throughout that month of September 2022, he did struggle. His batting average was under two for the majority of that time. There was a stretch in mid-September where he was hitting 0.79, and that's tough because obviously if you're a rookie, you want to come in and make a big splash. His on-base percentage during that time was just 205. Um, I get it. There was that excitement that came with being a rookie and getting that first opportunity, being a September call-up, and having that last month of the season to really prove yourself and show what you can do. And in the heat of that moment of being called up for the first time, players tend to be overexcited about it and want to prove themselves a little too much to the point where they are trying too hard and it throws off their game and actually makes them not as successful on the back end. So that heat of the moment situation definitely caught Casas in that last month of the 2022 season. He was not used to all of those eyes on him and all of that pressure. Because when you're in the minors, you have people who are following you and what you do and following your game, but you don't have the same type of attention that you do when you get called up. Because not every baseball fan keeps track of the minor league level. And I'm sure a lot of fans knew who Tristan Casas was because They were just familiar with the name because he was a top prospect who was highly anticipated for Boston, Um, but they didn't actually follow his 
minor league career. So when he did get called up, there were a lot of question marks about who is this kid? What kind of impact is he going to make? Is he the type of player who can be a long lasting player here? And fans tend to want those questions answered right away sometimes. And they don't really give the player the opportunity to prove themselves and showcase their skills on the big stage. So that to me is what happened with Casas from what I saw in September of 2022. It was underwhelming to what a lot of fans would say. I think it was about up to par with what you'd expect from somebody who just got called up for the first time and had worked so hard in the minors to get to that spot and finally gets their opportunity. I think that's more par for the course um, for somebody like that. But a lot of fans looked at that and said he's overrated. He's not going to pan out because they didn't give him enough of an opportunity to really grow and develop. They just used that first month that he got called up to say he's not that good. So the expectation that I had for him going into the 2023 season based on that was that he would struggle at the plate to find his swing and that he would need more of a carryover year to really figure things out and you never know with rookies some of them absolutely go off others struggle I mean Corbin Carroll from the Diamondbacks had just a fantastic season Gunnar Henderson from the Orioles also had a fantastic season and those are rookies that are probably going to be a special talent for years to come so those fan bases can be excited that they have a young stud like that on their team so when you look at Tristan Casas you think, you know, he struggled in September of 2022. So what expectations do I really have for him in 2023? My expectations were not high. I expected there to be a little bit of a grace period of taking that season to figure things out. I expected his numbers at the plate to be relatively low due to the fact that he wasn't showing a whole lot of plate discipline in that month of 2022. And seemed a little bit lost and confused at the plate. So I expected that to continue more. And defensively, I actually thought that he would be a little bit better than he was. Um, not that he was a bad defender, but he certainly did have some struggles defensively at first base. I thought his defense was going to be better than his bat. Um, and when it came to where he would rank in terms of hitting position on the team and ability level in 2023, I thought he would be more towards the bottom. And that's less of a knock on him and more of just a compliment for the offense that the Red Sox do have because they do have some strong bats in that lineup. And I only expect that to continue to grow during this offseason. They'll hopefully bring in a right-handed bat who can be reliable and can um, help with, you know, balancing out the lineup a little bit. Um, but I expected Tristan Casas to be somewhere more on the bottom because he was still getting acclimated to things. And when I saw him perform in 2022 in that last few weeks of the season, to me, he looked like somebody who maybe showed a little sign of potential but it was too early to tell and he wasn't giving me enough to feel fully confident. 
in what he could do at the major league level, but I was holding on to his numbers in the minors and how successful he was finding himself in the minors. So I was holding on to those numbers to tell myself, hey, maybe he'll figure things out and navigate his way through, and then he'll be a force on this team. And I was expecting that growth to come eventually, but I did not expect that growth to come in the first season. I was willing to be patient with him and I wanted him to figure things out on his own and figure out his style of play at the major league level before he really started to grow. I just expected there to be a full season of growing pains and a full season of people saying, is this kid worth it? Is he going to pan out? Um, And then going into 2024, once he had had a full season under his belt, then maybe starting to really contribute. So that's where my expectations were heading into the 2023 season. But Casas clearly surpassed those expectations. And coming up, I'm going to be talking all about the season he had in 2023. Are you a big fan of sports betting? If so, FanDuel is the place for you. October baseball is back, and you can make your postseason debut with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Join FanDuel today, and you'll get started with $200 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to create your new account. Then you can get in on the action from the first pitch until the final out. Bet on everything from strikeouts to home runs to who will win the game. And if you don't want to wait the whole game to get a W, predict what will happen in the next at-bat with quick bets. So head on over to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn right now. Step up to the plate this postseason with $200 in bonus bets. Guaranteed. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. FanDuel makes the bets matter and count. That's what I love about it because I feel like I hear so many stories of people going on other sports betting sites and just blowing all their money and not really getting much out of it. FanDuel ensures that you will get the money out of it. So if you're thinking about starting in the sports betting space and you haven't really found the right avenue for you, get started with FanDuel and use that code LOCKEDON so you can instantly make your money worth it. And you know what's also worth it is the SiriusXM app because you can get the home broadcast of every Red Sox game for free straight to your feed so you don't have to miss a single pitch of Red Sox baseball. And if you're anything like me, I don't like to miss games or pitches and I can't always watch it live because, you know, life happens and we are adults with real responsibilities So if you have other things you're doing and you can't sit and watch the game in full on your couch for three hours, you can download the SiriusXM app and they have you covered for all of that. You know who else has you covered for 2024 is Tristan Casas. He had a big season in 2023 and the growth he showed at the plate was tremendous. Overall, during the 2023 season, He was able to keep his batting average over 200 for the entire second half of the season and ended the year with a 263 batting average and 367 on base percentage. Now, 
when you think of Tristan Casas, you want to see him just go off and hit home runs all the time, but he is not really that type of hitter. During the 2023 season, he had a walk percentage of 13.9% and a K percentage of 25.1%. He had 0.56 walks per strikeouts. Um, So basically, he is walking a good amount of the time at about 13%, striking out at 25.1%. I would like to see that decrease a little bit, the strikeout rate, but it will come over time and it's not as bad as it could be. Um, So that was something that really stood out to me about him was that he has that capability of recognizing pitches. When it comes to plate discipline, um, during the 2023 season, he had a swing percentage of about 43.7%, which is pretty good. So he's swinging at less than half of the pitches, which shows that he is being selective. If that number was high, like 70%, then that shows that you're willing to swing at a lot more pitches. And somebody who I would say is not as good with pitch selection is Sadon Rafaela. Granted, again, has not been up for that long. It will take time, I'm sure. But he is just swing happy and loves to swing at a lot of different pitches. So his number is probably a lot higher for that. Whereas Tristan Costas' swing percentage being under 50% in 2023 is telling that he knows the types of pitches that he wants and needs to be swinging at. Could he be more selective? Sure. I mean, anybody could be more selective than they are, but you can't be too selective to the point where you're striking out a lot because you're not swinging at anything. And so he's managing to find that balance of picking the right pitches but also making things happen and making contact with the best pitches that he can, which is a good promising sign for a rookie that plate discipline is typically one of the things that takes longer for them to develop and being able to have that pitch selection. He showed more and more maturity at the plate as the season went on. I felt like, and he, was able to have that ability to continue to grow that skill. Whether he was being helped by hitting coach Pete Fatse, maybe, but something was going on where he eventually locked in and was consistently showing more and more improvement in the area of not swinging at bad pitches. And if he can already do that and already has developed that skill, then it's going to be easier for him to continue to improve. Another stat that I wanted to go over from his 2023 season is BABIP. Basically, it's batting average on balls in play. So it takes into account any type of play that involves the opposing team's defense. So it removes things like strikeouts and home runs, which are things that the opposing defense has no involvement in, and it just takes a batting average on everything else. So the fact that that is a higher number at 317 shows that he is a contact hitter and he's not really just hitting for power because if you took out the home runs that he hits, 
and the strikeouts he had, that number would still be above 300, which obviously, as you know, 300 and up is considered a very good batting average. So even if you're taking out strikeouts, that's over. That's a promising sign. It shows that his strikeouts are making a little bit of an impact on his batting average, but not a crazy amount to the point where you have to be worried about it. The BAPIP stat is very important to be able to gauge how often is a hitter making contact with the ball and when they are, are they being productive with it? And it's showing that he's being productive and putting together at bats that are allowing him to get on base and be successful. Those are all very promising. And with his defense, I expected it to be a little bit better early on. He struggled defensively as the season started, but then got better defensively. I'd like to feel like Justin Turner played a part in that and helped improve his defense. I mean, talk about a great clubhouse leader, by the way, in Justin Turner. He probably isn't going to come back. I hope he does, but that's still unknown. If he doesn't, the Red Sox need to find a leader like him who can elevate other players. And the development that Tristan Casas displayed, I like to give partial credit to him for. Had he not had Turner guiding him, he might not have been as successful as he was. He literally went from a 130 batting average early on in the season to batting 263 at the end of the season. And it was pretty consistently above to around 250 for the last half. Um, And so thanks to Justin Turner for probably helping him from that standpoint, but also since he plays first base as well, helping him from a defensive standpoint. Casas defensively helped the team get about two wins greater than they would have gotten overall without him. So that stat is called wins above replacement. Basically, it means that if you were to replace Tristan Casas with a replacement player, how many more wins would the Red Sox have gotten or less, depending on who the player is. And it basically is saying that on average, the Red Sox won about two more games with him than they could have without him. And that's a pretty significant number given that the Red Sox were just, you know, pulling teeth for wins in 2023. So he made a positive contribution overall, more so than he did negative. And coming up next, I'm going to be telling you what that means for his 2024 season and why he's due to have a big breakout year. Are you ever in a pinch trying to buy tickets for something? I'm sure we've all been in a place where we decide at the last minute we want to go to an event because we've seen it advertised and didn't think we wanted to go at first and then we decided that we did. So game time has you covered for that type of scenario all the time. For example, recently I was hanging out with one of my friends and she said, hey, do you know Bad Bunny is coming to perform in Connecticut? And I was like, no. And she sent me a link to when he's performing, which is in April. And my fiance got super excited because Bad Bunny is one of his favorites. And he was like, I definitely have to go to that. So I said, use game time to get the tickets because Bad Bunny is really popular now. He's growing 
so many of my friends listen to his music. So I expect it to be a pretty expensive and packed concert. So I told him to use game time to get the tickets because he can get the best deal seats wise and the best ticket prices. And I've used it before and it works. I'm telling you, I went to a Celtics game last year and used game time to get those tickets because they are super expensive. I'm not sure if you've been to a Celtics game before and seen those ticket prices, but they are not fun to look at. So I used game time and purchased the tickets and I had a very good seat at a very reasonable price. So game time has you covered for that. Just take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account and use code locked on MLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-M-L-B for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Lowest price guaranteed is legitimate. They will hook you up with the best ticket prices. So please, if you are a big concert or sporting event type of person, go to game time before anything else for your ticket needs. Also go to Sirius XM before anything else when you want the home broadcast of every Red Sox game. Just download the app, search Red Sox, and you can get the home broadcast straight to your phone so you don't have to miss a single game or even a single pitch. I remember I used to do a long commute when I worked at ESPN. I was driving almost an hour each way back and forth, and a lot of times when I was getting out of work, the Red Sox would be playing and I wasn't going to be home in time for when the game started. So I would want to listen to the game and follow along with each pitch so that I would still feel like I was in the loop. So if you're anything like that, or you have a long commute from work and you hit a lot of traffic, what better way than to finish your work day by decompressing and listening to the Red Sox on your way home. So download the SiriusXM app today and you can start your morning listening to Lockdown Red Sox and finish the day listening to the game on the SiriusXM app. Sounds like a pretty good deal to me. Tristan Casas will have a big season in 2024. In 2023, he was among the team's best hitters and his defense kept improving as the season progressed. He was able to make a big impact in his rookie season and was making contact a good portion of the time. Um, So because of that, he's already well on his way to being a major contributor for this Boston Red Sox team. Looking back on the season he had in 2023, he certainly gave Gunnar Henderson of the Orioles a serious run for his money for rookie of the year. And a lot of those kinks that players have that they have to work out, get worked out in that first season that they're on the team. And for him, it really only took a first you know, quarter, maybe third of a season to figure out over those first couple months when he was getting his feet wet and still learning the ropes of playing at the major league level. We did see some bumps in the road from him. But overall, he was able to get his feet wet and start to make an impact pretty early on in his time with the Boston Red Sox. When you think about past players who have showed promise early on, you can think about a player like Raphael Devers, for example, who was a highly anticipated player, got his feet wet early on, and people were still trying to figure out what he was going to be, but was already doing enough 
in his first season where he was being talked about by people in a positive manner and having really strong and clutch at bats. And if you're already in that conversation as a rookie, as long as you stay healthy, then those numbers are only going to increase for you. And one of the biggest and most difficult things about being a rookie in this sport is can you handle the pressure that comes with being a professional athlete and playing at the highest level? For Tristan Casas, he was expected to come in and play in one of the most challenging sports cities to play baseball in. That Boston fan base, as you know, can be intense and is quick to write off players if they're not up to par with what fans want them to be. And he was quick to get acclimated to that and quick to block out the noise that came with being part of that fan base and sitting in that ballpark for Red Sox games. And he knows he had been talked about. I mean, he was, again, a very good prospect that the Red Sox were highly anticipating would come up eventually. So he knew that Twitter was buzzing about him and he was on notice by fans. But he took that in stride, or so it appeared, because it didn't seem to bother him that pressure from the time that he got called up to the end of the season. He kept his cool in pretty much every situation. And even when he struck out, yes, he seemed like he was blatantly disappointed about it, but he didn't make a big scene out of it. He just walked off and kept to himself and figured out how he can improve the next time. And having that kind of attitude, that can-do attitude, is going to get you places. Casas already went over the biggest hurdle to me, which is just figuring out how to play in a place like Boston. The other big thing for me is that he has been able to get to the point where he's started to seriously learn his plate discipline and striking out a lot because a player doesn't have great pitch selection is one of the biggest struggles for a rookie in general, I feel like, and not really being aware of what to swing at, whereas he's already starting to develop that skill and he's figured out how to hit the ball to all parts of Fenway Park. And by being able to hit to all parts of the ballpark, it's really setting him up for future success to be able to hit against all kinds of pitchers. He still has some work to do in terms of being able to hit certain pitches better than others, but that will come with time. Everybody has their strengths and everybody has their weaknesses at the plate. And I'm looking at what Tristan Casas has already done. And I'm expecting him to do even bigger things in 2024 to the point where he might even be able to work his numbers high enough so that he can have an all-star conversation type of season. Not necessarily saying he'll make the all-star game next year, but saying I'm hoping he has a good enough season to at least be in the conversation for being an all-star. And I wouldn't be surprised if that does happen. He showed nothing but an upward trajectory all season long in 2023. And if he's already comfortable, it's really all a mental thing in your head. If a player is telling themselves that they can do it and they are comfortable, then the chances of them being able to do it are higher. So I have high hopes for him for the 2024 season, he will have a big season, make an even bigger impact than he did in 2023. And I'm just excited to be along for the ride. It's not 
much more fun watching a game than to watch a player who you've developed through your system and seeing that player just grow and make a huge splash and just consistently show that they want to do whatever they can to improve. So I'm all eyes on him in 2024 to have an absolute monster season, go on a big tear, continue to build that confidence up and just be a key piece to a Boston Red Sox team that hopefully will be able to make a playoff run next year. All of that being said, I always like to say, keep the faith. We never know what's going to happen, but they need the fans to keep the faith for them. And then they'll be able to also So keep the faith. Let's go Red Sox and I will catch you on the flip side.